0: Northwind listeners I'm Dallas Rotella I'm the multimedia staff person and I am joined here today by
1: my name is Andy Ballinger I'm the opinion editor at the Northwind and today I will be moderating our editorial discussion on diversity on campus we're going to be discussing why it is important um, in educational settings and for the well-being of students at NMU
2: and now I will introduce you to our editorial board
3: hi my name is Kata Rothorn
2: I'm the editor-in-chief my name is Molly Birch. I'm the social media editor.
1: I'm Madeline Plattenberg, the features editor.
0: I'm Harry Stein, the assistant features
3: editor.
1: And with that we will begin our discussion starting with Kata.
3: So we're talking about diversity on campus um, and NMU every single year they put out this like st- institutional effectiveness student profile chart um, and I'm looking at it right now and we only have 11.5% of our total student body population of students of color. So that includes like African-American, Native American, Asian, Hispanic, Latino, people of mixed race. All of that is grouped under students of color. That is less than a dozen percent. That's 11.5. Um, which is a little concerning, at least for me, where I think a lot of, especially right now, a lot of the discussion is on like diversity and how can we incorporate more voices into higher education, into, um, like, research, into all these different areas that I think have been very predominantly white, at least in the, the U.S. and, like, this Western Hemisphere. So I want us to have a little bit more diversity on campus. I wish I had the numbers for, like, the past years to Tech kind of compared how we've grown. I feel like, personally, I've seen more people that um, do not look stereotypically Caucasian on campus recently. That's heartening for me. It's nice to see people that don't all look the same. I personally appreciate diversity on campus. It makes me feel more comfortable. I do identify as Asian-American. And a lot of times I'm white passing. And I can kind of blend in as a stereotypical like white European woman. And it's nice to be able to look around and not feel like I'm constantly surrounded by just white people, I guess they could say. Not that they're bad. But it's nice to have some diversity on campus. Just for me to feel more comfortable like, There's difference of opinions, I don't want to be kind of caught in an echo chamber. Um, so it's not, I think NMU is becoming a little bit more diverse. Looking at the numbers, we have a long way to go. But I think, personally, just from my own anecdotal evidence of walking around campus, this semester feels like we have more people of color than we have had at least the first two years for me. I don't know if anyone else has, like, has a similar experience or if it still feels super white, but that's this semester so far feels like it has been moderately more diverse, at least just walking around campus. Yeah, I agree. Yeah.
4: I'd have to agree also. I've noticed a lot of, of the new classes that are coming into NMU are more open to like, learning about different cultures. And it, the diversity is just, you can tell there's a huge difference from say, like three years ago, pre-COVID. Um, yeah, I definitely think diversity has gotten a lot better over the years, but could use some work.
3: Yeah,
1: so Kata, you talk about this issue of diversity. What are you thinking we could do to help improve diversity?
3: I think faculty is a huge piece. A lot of our faculty is very white, and specifically I think white male. Um, In a lot of our departments, there's maybe like one person that I can point to in each department that feels like a token diversity person. Not that they don't have any merit and they don't deserve to be there, but I feel like there's kind of one faculty member that stands out from each department as not kind of being that stereotypical professor. And people really identify with professors that have different backgrounds. And some of my favorite professors have been professors that are not even from the United States. They have they come from a very global background. And if you can't, as a student, if you can't see yourself in the people that are instructing you and can't see yourself in those positions of higher education, that power dynamic is a little bit toxic. and it's important to have faculty members that first of all want to make a family up here. Like I think we don't have a lot of faculty of diverse backgrounds because Marquette as a whole isn't a very great place to raise a diverse family Uh, or maybe it's becoming more like that but there's not you don't see people of color on Marquette that often especially locals it's not the most comforting place for people to kind of raise a family Um, if you're if you look different I think there's some some fear surrounding that for people so if we can create an environment where faculty will want to stay and i think students will kind of follow in their footsteps but you have to like to build diversity i think you have to start with diversity and that's really hard because it's kind of a a vicious cycle
2: all right um go ahead molly that's one thing that i noticed when i moved up to marquette is i was kind of expecting this is just the sheer amount of white people up here and i come from Midland downstate and it's a pretty diverse town because we have like a a global company whose headquarters are there so people move to where I'm from from all over the world to be able to work at that company and I I went to school all my life with people of like all different races and I feel like as a white person that it made me better for it because I look I grew up learning stories of other people's cultures and other people's um hardships that I didn't necessarily relate to, because I don't have that same, you know, I don't have that skin color. But like up here, it immediately changed. I was immediately surrounded by all kinds of white people and it was just, it, it's weird. It feels very stiff on campus sometimes. And I, I miss having that diversity of, you know, not every single person sitting around me is white.
4: All right, and you Madeline? So I also grew up in a pretty diverse area. Um, I live in Madison, Wisconsin, so It's pretty diverse and the schools I grew up in weren't they weren't the most like they didn't have a lot of like money and it was very much like a school for a public school for kids to go to and so the community was very diverse and that's what I've always grown up in and so Coming to school in Marquette, obviously you notice that everyone is pretty white, and that the environment has been pretty okay. But for people who are not white and are from different backgrounds, it can feel very unwelcoming sometimes. And I think NMU's done a good job at recent, as of recently, getting or getting people to come to nmu that are from various areas of the world Um, and i think that's brought diversity to campus as of recently but in the past i think and and present they could definitely work on um, bringing more diverse faculty diverse um, community
3: groups and clubs on campus total in 2018 there were 7089 students and that's with the 11.8 percent students mm-hmm. of color and in 2020 there were 6734 so less students and an increase in percentage of diversity
2: or students of color which is so one. it didn't really go up at all yeah. because we had less students overall, yes. so it didn't change great <laughs> <laughs> yep
3: well, it has stayed the same it has stayed about the same yeah
1: all right, and with that, Harry?
2: Yeah,
0: um, I, I did grow up here, so, like, yeah, I can, like, I could kind of figure out, I think high school is when I really realized what the lack of diversity was doing to people up here, um, there, there's people that are openly racist in high school, and, like, teachers just had to deal with that, and, um, Seeing that I am a straight white guy, I feel like I don't have any opinion or say in, like, how to increase diversity or anything. Because I feel like that is not up to me in any way. But I think more diversity is great because it just lets people learn more about other cultures and stuff. And I feel like it gets framed as, like, we learn more about the struggles of other cultures, which we do, but I feel like other people, other types of people shouldn't be seen as just, being a struggle is it should be seen as is how like loving their communities are and like how happy and what we can like learn from them as a whole and like yeah. I don't know if any of that was put well or yeah. It's good.
3: Not bad, yeah. I'm gonna come back in strong with some more numbers for you. Um in twenty ten it was actually eight point three percent. So okay. there was an increase in twenty ten. With how many students? More. Uh seven thousand nine hundred and twenty three totaled. Total. Okay, so in a ten-year span, at twelve-ish years, ten. It went up two
2: percent.
1: Or no, like four percent, because we're at a twelve percent now, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. we should celebrate the small things. The little. It's a small promising amount. Steps. It is a promising Not amount, a but there's definitely. But it's
4: promising. Oh, there's so much work. Yeah. Yes. To do.
2: There's so much more. My
1: problem go. is how do we attract people to an area that is remote and not connected as like other big cities are? Like what's going to draw people of different cultures here?
3: And what's interesting too is these numbers are only talking about um, ethnicity as well and like race and there's other levels of diversity too with like religion, like religious diversity and also um, like sexual orientation and gender identity Mm -hmm. Um, diversity, which is not really represented in this student profile. I think there is steps being done a little more dramatically in terms of the queer community or the LGBTQ plus community on campus with the queer house on campus, I forget what it's called, Um, Barbary Barbary Lane, Pride Rock was a project they were doing. Those types of projects where there's specifically spaces for those students on campus and it's advertised by the university, it's not just a student organization because I think that line between creating a safe space for students on campus as a student org is not always available or seen by students when they're prospective students kind of looking at organizations and what st- schools to go to. But Barbara and Lane is like on the Enemy website and it's accessible for students and it's advertised by the university. I think that does draw or highlight, what's well, a, it's a marketing piece for NMU that says, hey, you can find people here. You're not going to be completely surrounded by people that are not like you. So I think that was a step in the right direction. I think our student orgs on campus are fantastic, but they're not always, when you only have one student org for a certain group of people, that can be hard. And bigger universities, they have multiple student organizations for a certain group of people. Like there's multiple queer organizations, multiple black student unions, multiple Latinx student unions, you know, like there's, because you can't put one group of people into one identity. Like I identify also as a queer woman. I don't always fit in with the queer group on campus. There's only one of them. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to say, since you have this identity, you will fit in with this group of people, this space for you on campus, because there's so many different ways our identities overlap with each other, that you don't always mesh with those same people regardless of whether you have the same identity or not. So I think it's creating those spaces from students but also having a variety of those types of spaces where it's not just one stereotype and you have to either identify with that group and find a space within that or you don't get to be a part of that group on campus and you have to be isolated in that facet of your identity, if that made any sense whatsoever. Leaning into the Native American population on campus as well is important, because it is very unique to our region, Mm -hmm. and actually having spaces for those students on campus that are not advertised spaces, that are not ally spaces, that are specifically for those people. Like, just having a lounge for people. We don't really have a student union.
1: Right. And considering that NMU is on Anishinaabe Anishinaabe land, land, it seems that
3: there would be a lot
1: more done
3: for the Mm -hmm. those students, but... I have so many thoughts on this. I think we need like a student union where it's because we have like the Northern Center, but that's also a conference center. And so like the places they do have for students to kind of hang out, you could say, are not well established. But student unions, in my mind, are gathering spaces, but they're also spaces for diversity orgs to exist and have students just walk in and like learn things and talk to people and have almost like office hours where you can talk to student orgs and don't have to go to their meetings that tend to be at random times and random locations. We don't have a concentrated area specifically for that purpose. I think that could be valuable.
1: So you're proposing like a entire r- room or like floor of a building dedicated to student
3: groups. Yeah. I like that. And idea. like commuters too, like commuter students, they don't get enough recognition like there's no commuter lounge for people with like a microwave and stuff you have to That just, is like, so true I think I'm constantly looking so for a ways. microwave on <laughs> campus <laughs> No and that's a real problem for a lot of students because people live outside of Marquette you come to campus if you don't live on campus you have to kind of just know people or know a professor that has a microwave in their mm-hmm. office or something because it's there's no spaces for students to just exist as they are Mm-hmm. You're
0: taking me back right now to my first two years of commuter, just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh it's, my god.
2: Well, it's hard to be a commuter student and feel connected to campus. It is. Especially if you're the kind of commuter student who's like working multiple jobs or, you know, like juggling all of their classes and doesn't necessarily have time to like go to on-campus events. It's very hard to feel that connection. Absolutely. But I think, I think diversity on campus, like one solution you might jump to would be to, oh, we'll just get more people of color to apply to Northern. Well, how do you do that? You start with, like you said, campus itself. Diversity mm-hmm. starts here. It doesn't start by pulling more people in. And I agree that we need some kind of space on campus dedicated to those kinds of programs and just being a safe space for people. Like, we, that's not really something that we have. We have lots of spaces to sit and do your homework but that's not the same thing as a safe space.
3: Absolutely, and all those spaces we have, I think of Jamrich mainly, they're open. Mm-hmm. Like sure you can meet in there, but that's not it's always not always the really same. It's not really It's not really a private space to just have a conversation and really get to talk about vulnerable things, I suppose, or just like, Yeah, I think could be, I just came up with that idea and now I'm like really attached to it and I think <laughs> a student union would be fantastic.
2: I, yeah. don't, I don't really understand why we don't have one. I feel like yeah. most college campuses do, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't we? It's a good question.